Welcome back, everybody, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by BetSperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always, Mr. Andy Molitor. Happy Thursday, whatever. And it's Happy Sports Equinox Day, Andy. The Dodgers got their one win, so we do have a game tonight. We'll get to that in a little bit, I guess. Pretty excited. Yeah, thank you again to the Atlanta Sports Organization for taking it a little easy on the uh, lightweight Dodgers, letting them get a game. Otherwise, we would not have had a – it would have been a sweep, and we would not have had a sports equinox since the Red Sox and the Astros are traveling. A little little squirreliness on the timeline about the Astros this morning. There's – people are saying the trash can can, uh, bit got replaced with a whistle. I'm interested to see the timeline just blow up about that this morning. Who knows? Like I, I'm, I'm not a big so, baseball, even though I'm, I'm hot as hot as a pistol betting baseball. I'm sorry. So Andy, did you play video games with people growing up? I'm sure that you did. Everybody else did. Oh, yeah. You sit down four people. There's four people on a screen. There's always one or two people that would screen watch and you just had to let it go. Cause you couldn't regulate it. Like who cares if they're whistling and sharing signals, like shouldn't teams be trying to figure out what the other team's doing. And like, like, why is this against the rules? Like, oh, we figured out he's going to throw a curve. Hey, here comes a curveball. Like, what? I prefer cheating. I, it, it's, like, it's why is that like, cheating? Yeah, the fo- football teams try to do it all the time. They do try. Like, to that's why we got to watch every coach go like this while they're calling plays. Like, well, and it's like uh, defensive coordinators. I think tend to do this too. They try to figure out if you're going to run or pass on certain downs. Right, they're all trying to figure out what the snap count is and stuff like that. Everyone's trying to learn when the center's head moves so they know what Un- to go like. rules, Alex. Unwritten you can't rules. regulate it, and why is it against the rules anyway? This is dumb, people. Oh, but by the way, robots should call balls and strikes. That's important. Let's fix that first. Let, let's absolutely fix that. Yeah, it was a fun, uh, fun one last night. I was a little worried I wasn't going to get my over, which felt like the right side. Um, for five innings, and then they didn't score for another four, and then uh, obviously Atlanta opened it up a little in the top of the ninth, let out let out a nice little, uh, I think it was a ground rule double, and then another home run. Rosario had quite the day. That was a lot of fun. Another baseball bet in the books. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. App State game was fun. There was way too much going on last night. I was paying attention to that. Drew, I don't remember if it was on the air or previous to recording the deep dive, we talked about the uh, Knicks game, he talked me into a live over in that one, which needed that flurry of Thibodeau screwing up at the end to get there because I had a 226 and a half at one point, which was a bad number down the stretch. Although the live total, I remember looking at it, I'm like, the live total got to like 235. I should have middled this. And then obviously it went to overtime and that middle would have been absolutely shot to hell. So the association is back. It was a ton of fun. The Kings won outright. They almost yes, kanged it up. They almost kanged it up. That's they did they... not. I don't think you can <laughs> against this. Uh, Portland. Portland might be a legit bad team this year too. There's some There's some teams that I have some real worries for already. Otherwise, yeah, fun, fun Wednesday. There was all kinds of sports going on and we will have much more of the same today. It really is a great time of the year. I, I think that's why there's always the debate. What's the best sports month, April or October? And we're really kind of into the couple of weeks of October here that really make people kind of put that in there. So it's pretty it's pretty spectacular. I saw producer Dan there asking, I don't think Dave Lillard is going to request a trade. We're technically not sure he ever did request a trade. He may or may not have asked someone to ask for a trade, but I think he holds into the end of the season as kind of a um, – 
a point of good faith for the people of Portland. He's been pretty open about that. So I think he'll ride it out till the end of the season, at the very least. The dream of the 90s. It's alive. I have that song. It's alive in Portland. A lot of picks yesterday. We did four different sports. We're going to do probably four different sports again today. I don't know. Close to it's it. Six at least. different sports we got up to. Snuck a couple in there at the end. Well yeah, done we with the young boys. Yes. Well over young, three. Young boys over the. Honestly, uh, what's his name? Leg show was looking pretty stupid there for a bit. He said, he said, Byron Minkin over. Zero zero, or as the kids say in soccer, nil nil at the half. Oh, four nothing. That one finished easy, easy. Beautiful. I might have parlayed those. UCL soccer, there's Euro- Europa soccer. I might have to look at that if I'm feeling real degen, but we'll start with some tennis. Are these tonight? Are these right now? I never know. It's in Tenerife and Tenerife and Moscow. <laughs> Yeah, it's tough. The one match, the one at the top here, we'll start through this. This will start shortly after the show. It's it's clocked for 1230 right now, East Coast time. So about 30 minutes or so after we're done the show. It might be a little bit later than that. But yeah, it's in Tenerife, um, Greek Minin playing Arantxa to Rus. Rus got us earlier in the week, but going back to the well here, Minin, unfortunately, Andy, this is not the match that she was supposed to play no. against ex-girlfriend Allison Van Udbank. So a little bit of a bummer. That's what Andy and I hinted at earlier in the week. We're excited to see the uh, two players that broken up with each other just before the tournament have to play in the third round. That could have been a, <sighs> some interesting feeling. But like instead, it. we'll just take Minin anyway. Again, Rus is kind of, I guess, riding like a, a bit of a hot streak. I did go in and adjust some of my numbers up, but even when I do, I still have Minin minus 140, almost minus 145 in this spot. The courts look a little bit slower, but Minin's been fine. She's pretty solid on all surfaces. And as someone that does play a lot of doubles, has just a little bit more variety to her game that throws some of these players off. So I think Roos's run ends here. Again, maybe she gets us twice in the same week, Andy, but happy to back Crete Minin here, minus 110. Just looks like a really nice number. Uh, based on my numbers. And then something uh, Brett mentioned in the chat yesterday, I mentioned at the end of the show, we got a lot of the numbers we wanted to right away. Hats off to you if you got this at the open. The money line has actually moved a little against Alexandrova here. Again, we're indoors. It's just a great spot for her. Uh, you know, home as much home court advantage, if you will, in terms of the style of the court matching up with her game and the location and all that stuff. So I played the money line. Anything, you know, there's you could probably do better than plus 250. Just figured I'd throw a number out there everybody could get. Again, I like this down to like 225. Um, the spread four and a half games started to get to be a little bit juicy. So poke around. I don't mind the four there, but there's still a couple reasonably priced four and a halves out there. And then over 21, uh, this was 20 and a half when it opened. So congrats if you listen and were able to grab that. Still 21 right now, which looks just fine to me. Um, if you have 21 and a half at less than standard juice or plus money or something like that, or you've got a book that will let you sell up to 22 for plus money, I don't mind something like that either. I think we're going to have three sets here most likely just didn't quite love that three set price um so gonna go with the total here and again it could it's gonna be two pretty long sets we'll have at least a seven five here if not two of them Savalenka and alexandrova two players here that don't mind kind of giving up a set with a lead and, and having a couple of that so brett also here on indoor akate or Ekaterina, as you might know or alexandrova so menon Starting soon, Alexandrova, money line, spread, over. We'll stack all that stuff up. That will be like 4 or 5 in the morning tomorrow. Yeah, overnight money. Uh, that's right after golf is over. Honestly, I tried. <laughs> like, so I watched the end of the App State game, which was great. Kudos to that kid for 
kneeling when they were trying to let him score. He made the right call. They won the game. They didn't give uh, Coastal a chance to get back in it at the very end with some last-ditch stuff. Taking your win probability from 99% to 100 always feels good. Not quite 100. You can always miss the kick, I guess. But that was that. Was that. And then we had the overtime in basketball. And then I think at that point, the Dodgers game was still going on too. And then all of a sudden, golf is on TV because it's in Japan. So I stayed up until like one in the morning and I, I'm tired. Today. I was going to say with everything going on, you could champions league into is it base baseball start early enough. I'm trying to think there's no tennis on, or maybe there's no, I don't think there's even a men's tournament. There, you got to fill that like of, five to seven o'clock hour. From cha- you know, from Champions League to NBA. Yeah, I think there might be a little gap, but there is a bunch of uh, Europa, and technically, like there's golf Europa, going on sorry. right now as well. There is the Euro League or Euro League Euro Tour golf is going on right now. They're playing in Mallorca right now. So maybe that's so how you get 24 hours in a row. I think I think you could probably get 24 hours. We'll Speaking of, I don't think we have a pitcher yet for the Dodgers. So if you're gonna bet this. I'm not sure how that works. A lot of books are just action now. I know bookmakers just action on whatever. I don't think there's some of these that used to be action books where if you bet a line and the and the uh, you know the pitcher was changed and you took action, if you bet a team at minus 110 and then the pitching change made a minus 200, your bet was now placed at minus 200. Like you took the new line or some of the books now have just gone to, and this was kind of a change. It was last year. I feel like where your number is your number. So if you can get ahead of the news in baseball, you can actually get some good numbers. Just obviously read the rules, know what you're betting at. But I am just, uh, I'm looking at the only game in town tonight since Red Sox and Houston will be traveling back down to the Sugarland area. We are looking at the final game of the NLCS that will be held down in Los Angeles. La Dodgers minus 140, Atlanta minus one, plus 120. I bet this at almost plus 140 last night when this opened. I didn't think that was a very good number. I asked some other people, they didn't think that was a very good number. So I, and I'm still probably going to make a case for it at plus 120. I don't know who is going to pitch for La Dodgers. It probably is maybe another, another opening thing by uh, Corey Knable, who's been just fine, I guess, but. The adjustment from the last time we saw this, I mean, essentially the same pitching matchup in game one against uh, a, a bullpen who's not as rested right now, the price just didn't get flipped quite right. And obviously that game was in Atlanta. And anyone who's worried about the Braves at this point, because they were down 3-1 to this same team in this same series and didn't make it out of there alive, have faith because that was a Dodgers home series. Those last two games were played in Chavez Ravine. So heading back to Truist Park, probably did not, not for a game, but for a uh, victory celebration. I think they get it done. Close up the series tonight. 4-1 Braves. Braves money line like as the dog. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to take this. And this is seven is so nervous. central. Oh Yeah. Oh yeah, the stupid, the stupid baseball neutral stuff. Well, that doesn't make me feel as good then. I mean, but the Dodgers probably an advantage here. Arlington's a hitter's park. I'm gonna have to go check with if the roof is open or not. Also, that Arlington Park, ugly as sin. 
It looks like a giant pole barn. <laughs> maybe the worst, maybe the worst stadium in all of uh, all of baseball for sure. So Braves for me tonight. I'll try to keep baseball going and basketball. When does when does basketball actually start? Is there an afternoon game or do we got to wait till like five? You got to wait till that's yeah six thirty your time, seven thirty East Coast time. It is a shame. We really got spoiled with the bubble. I wish that I could you know find some sort of way to convince them to have some sort of afternoon matinee games during the days here. Again, it'd be a perfect way to close the gap between soccer and all this other stuff. But it's Thursday night, so we're back on TNT. That's a big part of the reason, Andy. TNT gets very picky, and they like having the primetime game. So we've got three games tonight. It's the TNT slate, two picks as we continue to try to turn things around here last night. Thank God for the Kings. Got the the lid off the jar, Andy. We were able to at least finally make a basket, which is good. So that'll hopefully get us going in the right direction. Two picks here. The Atlanta Hawks, um, they're playing tonight. Um, really like them here, hosting the Mavericks. It's a team you go back and look the last couple of years. I mean, the Mavericks got them twice last year, but both times missing Bogdanovich. I think, again, a lot of the numbers on the Hawks are indicative of the roster we saw last year, which as you go back and look, Bogdanovich missed huge chunks of the season. Hunter missed most of the season. Young missed big chunks of the season. Capella was out for periods of time. You know, everybody was really out for big chunks of time. And I think it's hard to understand how good this team can be when they're completely healthy. And as I look at this matchup, particularly, I mean, it's always tough to go against Luka Doncic. He's somebody that can kind of put everything together and carry a team. But I look at the Mavericks big men. I think the click Capella is going to have a real, Really good night. We'll talk more about that in just a second. Um, going after Christoph Porzingis, it's just a nightmare having him roll over and over again. Somebody like John Collins has kind of the size. I'm curious to see if they try to run him up against Doncic for a little bit. I'm sure Hunter will get a lot of Doncic as well. So they've got a couple guys to throw at him. You know, I have this closer to five myself, um, just a little less than five, like 4.6, 4.7 is what I came up with. But again, really like Atlanta tonight. I think that there's just not enough value on them again in the market, given what happened to them last year. I think people are carrying a lot of that over and not, again, giving them credit for really the nice roster that they have here. And the second pick, um, I made it, I bet it, I put it in yesterday. It's actually moving a little bit in my favor. Golden State, I think, is out to four here. Don't mind three and a half, don't mind four. But I am just a, a touch nervous here. If you've heard me talk on a bunch of things, they're playing the Clippers tonight. I don't get the Clippers. I don't understand where they are. Based on this number, the Clippers are like the 10th best team in the league from a power rankings perspective in terms of the market. It just doesn't make any sense to me. But there are people that I know that are very sharp that, that like the Clippers tonight. There is one particular mush that is on the Golden State Warriors tonight. But a couple smart people as well with me on the Warriors still like them. Again, three and a half, five. I have this out at six, almost six and a half. So a pretty nice edge there. Again, four or less looks good to me i i just i look at this clippers team i really struggle to see with what they're going to do to slow down the starting lineup of the warriors and the bench particularly i think once you know paul george and some of those guys head to the bench then it's going to get to be very ugly in terms of what the warriors are able to do i mean you saw him beat a lakers team the other night the lakers put up a pretty good defensive effort and curry did not have a great game he had a triple double which distracts a lot of people but you go back and look at the shooting he had a particularly poor start to the season, but they're at home tonight. I think they'll be happy there in their comfy confines. I'm happy to lay the three and a half. Yeah, the Western world and the Earth as a whole being on a base 10 system sometimes will distract you from the actual stats because a triple-double is awful gaudy. So about that double digit? That really gets you excited. That's what I'm saying. Between nine and ten. 
what if what if we were yeah what if we were a base 12 kind of place you know blame it on i was gonna say the phoenicians but i think that's the alphabet i'm trying to think of exactly who uh let's add that two more single digit arabic numbers i don't know either either way We'll, we'll figure that out and dig into that tomorrow. Well, the guest origin, on you yeah, for that. The uh, origin. I'll see, if, I'll see if I can get a mathematician, a math magician. <laughs> a a prize picks entry. I think I might. Maybe I'll do something around this. Like if you sign up for a new prize picks um, thing today and you place the same entry with us, I'll give you all the winnings when it hits. You can have all my winnings too. I don't care. I think uh, I think this pays ten to one. Actually, this is a flex play. If you do a five entry one, it is automatically a flex play, which means if you hit all five, it'll pay out double your entry or ten times your entry. Excuse me, that would be a lot better. So this is a ten time, a ten to one parlay essentially, and then but with a little bit of the insurance on it because if only four out of the five legs hit, this still pays twice your money. And then if three out of the four hit, I you just get part of your, I think half of your stake back. I'm gonna have to double check on that, but you can you can not lose everything as long as three hit. So I feel like all four are gonna hit. This is pretty easy. We actually took this from the entire team. Everybody contributed. This is like the scene in Revenge of the Nerds where they're fixing up the uh, the house and there's the nice song and the montage and they're painting and everyone's having a great time and they're putting one foot in front of the other. I took the NFL leg. We'll start at the top though. Clint Capella over 11 and a half rebounds. That is courtesy of one Alex Christensen. Love it. I I took D. Ernest Johnson over one and a half receptions. They weren't offering much for tight ends in the Cleveland department tonight. So I took the running back. I think he's going to grab a couple catches from my backup, Mr. Case Keenum. Uh, Mookie Betts is from. Uh, Brian, I'm not know if a lot of people know Brian. Brian works with us a lot. He's more involved with a fantasy life. He was an intern over there years ago that has come come full circle to full uh, full employment with us over here at the Betsports Media Group. And he uh, he does a lot of baseball. He does a lot of price picks writing. You can check his stuff out over on the site a little too. He took Mookie Betts over one and a half total bases after we finally woke his ass up this morning. He's a West Coast guy. Um, Matt who is sometimes on the show when I take days off is a bit of a hockey guy, even though he likes the Blackhawks and they stink. He went with Connor McDavid to score, score a goal, which I like because I'm a big Connor McDavid heart guy. And then producer Dan, who loves, loves, loves himself some low level football. This is not low level. I shouldn't shit on ULL. They're a very good team. They're uh, they're playing Arkansas state tonight. Who has a stinky, stinky, stinky defense. We often do this. I think anything Dan has ever given me for a prize picks entry college-wise has hit, even though the one looked like it wasn't going to. So Chris Smith, ULL running back over 61 and a half rushing yards. And again, if this hits 10 to one for me, if you want to get involved, you can get double your deposit up to a hundred bucks using promo code BBB tonight. A lot of Speaking good of tonight. There. Future Speaking Hart Trophy tonight. winner, Connor McDavid. like that. Yes. Easy, easy. Just need a Falcons Thrasher's pick. I don't know. What... This is how little I know about hockey. Where are the Thrashers, the Jets, or the Avalanche now? I think they're the Jets. Yeah, someone's going to answer that. All right. Oh, no, it's the, they're with... definitely the Jets. They're definitely not the Avalanche. Oh, the Nordiques are the Avalanche. That's what it is. Yes. All right. The Avalanche have been around for quite some time. 
All right, we'll get into the football game tonight, which if you are watching, if you're not watching, if you're listening to this in podcast form, go to the YouTube channel, go about 20 minutes in and look at this background. You got the classic D and the the brownie brown. These are solid logos. Dan really killed it today with these. Cleveland obviously down to minus two from a much bigger look ahead of almost a touchdown everybody's hurt for Cleveland. I'm going to do a little bit of a write-up on that as far as keeping you up to date on all the injury news. It looks like Teddy Two Gloves will play. The total is down to 40 and a half in this one. They're not expecting much out of these teams with a lot of offensive injuries and some middling results on offense from Denver. Obviously, they looked like just, I mean, shit. They looked like shit against the Raiders. They looked like absolute excrement at times. So, this might be a bit of a stinky Thursday night football, but that's what Thursday night football is all about. I'm still tempted to take some Cleveland. I got to dig into a couple more injuries later. And I don't know if I'm going to be betting this outside of halftime. I do know I will be betting first touchdown scored. And that's where I'm relying on super co-host Alex Christensen to guide me to, oh God, I love that we have Keenum on here. Let's go. All right. Take me through it. It's. I will just add on, Andy. We got spoiled. The, the Eagles Buccaneers game was so much fun, and we are so excited to see good football. Now we're back to God. It could just be teams running twice into stacked boxes and incomplete passes and lots of punts. I will ask you: Did you bet no touchdown in this game? Did you think about that? I know you love that. I know the degenerate in you is once that, once that. I feel like defense. Like, not first touchdown, no touchdown, but I'm tempted to bet both defenses to score, like parlay it. I thought about that. I did. Now, uh, the t- the problem with betting them for first touchdown scoring in general is these teams don't really turn the ball over a lot. Um, you start to look at it without Baker Mayfield on the, f- on the field. I mean, that really takes away the number one turnover driving player for the Browns. The other side of the ball, Teddy Two Gloves is not somebody who fumbles and throws a lot of picks. I think we've seen a couple more than normal this season for him, but two very conservative offenses that don't turn the ball over. So kind of cross those off. But as you look at the matchups here, a couple things stuck out to me. Um, you know, if you're going to score a touchdown against the Browns, it's going to be your receivers. They do a nice job against the tight ends. Again, they're very focused on running backs and, and controlling some of that. So happy to take the top two target receivers here for the Denver Broncos. Sutton, you can find this as High as 12. I think it's even single digits someplace. So look around. And, and this is really where I draw the line. Don't go really any lower than 12. Um, if you want to play some 10, it's 10 is probably the right number. I think there's still some value at 12. Tim Patrick at 15 again. Um, I was actually hoping for a better number than this. I, I But I have these two guys at basically the same price. Once you get inside the 20-yard line, the target share becomes very similar. I think from a matchup perspective, given how the cornerbacks stack up, it should be nice for Patrick here. So happy to take both of these, the Broncos wide receivers. Um, you look at the other side of the ball here, you know, from Cleveland again, as much as I think there's going to be a lot of running here and, you know, you think you maybe you'd get a decent price on Dearness Johnson, but everybody knows he's in, he's going to get a lot of the work. So he's in single digits. You know, the defenses are going to be expecting this, but the Broncos generally pretty poor against tight ends. And I know that we have a different quarterback here. So 
maybe it might be Njoku, but he just doesn't get the work, doesn't get the snaps. He's really just not on the field the same way that Hooper is. 22 to 1 is a nice number. You can find at least 20 to 1 at a couple of different places. The 22 is kind of a, a best number, but yeah, 20 to 1, 18 to 1 or better looks fine to me on Hooper. And then we're going to take the two quarterbacks here, Andy. Teddy Bridgewater had five rushing touchdowns last year, is someone that is always happy to try to sneak it in, doesn't mind trying to rush in, and somebody that defenses really aren't thinking about. It's not in the playbook to make sure that Teddy, Teddy Two Gloves is not going to be running around and doing stuff afterwards. So any number better than 30 to one on Teddy looks pretty nice. Case Keenum, again, there's 145 out there. There's some 40s, some 30s, any number 30 to one or better. He is someone in the few games he plays, scores touchdowns at a higher rate than a lot of other quarterbacks. And both of these defenses, again, have given up quarterback rushing touchdowns in a couple games already this year. It just doesn't seem to be in their plan. And again, I don't think similar to Bridgewater that, you know, the, the, Broncos are going to be coming out game planning a lot of Case Keenum runs. So I like both of these numbers quite a bit. Again, as I'll say, every time we talk about this quarterbacks and tight ends, if you don't know what to do, like a bunch of those this week, plus a couple wide receivers. And I actually did play anytime touchdown score for all three tight ends, Fant, Hooper, and Joku. Basically one of them hits, I'm up. Two of them hits, I'm very happy. If all three was the number on Fant? Uh, they were all above, like they're all in that two over two, but a couple were a little. I'll join you on Fan. If, if Fan's better it. than two to one to score a touchdown, that's a that's a pretty nice wager. He'll be a good DFS guy, maybe a sneaky captain. I don't know anything about DFS, but I can't imagine a lot of people are thinking Noah Fan tonight. I try, I try. I faded Derrick Henry last week. Thought that would be a a smart thing to do. Did not work <laughs> out in my uh, DFS world. So, uh, and then I don't have my I don't have my equinox parlay ready I, i've had a busy morning didn't get to it i'm trusting you to take care of it i'll, I'll have something out later but you put something together it is the sports equinox if you don't put a sports equinox parlay in you will have bad luck Yo, the rest that, of the year that's, that's right. just that's just math Science. and uh yeah run run me through this you can go with some chalky money lines it doesn't matter it's the sports equinox parlay it's, you do what you want it's like man team horse you do what you want do what you feel do what's in your heart it's in a way, yeah, but there's not too many options here. You know, you've only got three NBA games tonight. You've got um, Milwaukee playing Miami. That's pretty cl closely lined. I kind of think that game might go over, but I didn't like a side there. I talked about the Warriors against the Clippers, and I talked about the Hawks. I, I like the Hawks much better here, so we'll grab them. Go to the baseball game. We only got one baseball game, Andy. I, I liked your bet on the Braves. I thought about adding that. But I just went for the Braves team total over three and a half. The Braves have had no trouble scoring against this Dodgers team all series. And I think you know tonight's game basically comes down to whether or not the Dodgers can score five or more runs. I think the Braves get their four or five runs. Can the Dodgers score five or six? So Braves team total over three and a half. More than happy to plug in the money line there. There's a bunch of hockey games, Andy. But as we've said before, I don't know anything about hockey. A bunch of my smart hockey friends are all stacked hands here on the Avalanche. Mr. I at English Math Dual PhD, Alex Moretto. And uh, I forget who the third guy was. Apologies. That's just someone they say is smart. I don't actually follow. I think maybe so many. so many. Yeah, so sports. many picks. So many sports. Something like that. Nice Apologies, Canadian sir. Guy. I'll have to get in there and follow. But yeah, Canadian consensus here. Always a good thing. So Canadian consensus for the Colorado Avalanche. We'll toss them in. And the Browns. I, you know, I look at this game tonight. Yes, I think it's going to be really ugly. Thought about tossing the under in here, but... I don't know. It's 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 one of those games again. I think pretty quickly you know, when you're talking about a total of forty, if you have you know a twenty four point first half, 
you know, you're, you're just in a terrible spot there for the second half. So instead of going for a total, I really like the Browns just to win this game. I, I think that people are overestimating the loss of Baker Mayfield. Yes, he's a very talented guy, and of course it'd make the Browns a better team. But given what this team wants to do, the defense is fine. They don't need Baker Mayfield. The offensive line, you know, probably really won't notice too much, whether it's Baker Mayfield or Case Keenum back there. And the running backs really don't care who's handing them the ball. I mean, yes, you need a quarterback, but Keenum's fine. He's a career backup. He is someone that knows how to come in, manage a game like this. I just think the Browns are in a really nice spot here at home. You've got Denver away from the, finally, the friendly confines of Mile High. I just think the Browns top to bottom are probably the better team. And we're just maybe overestimating here a little bit the drop in value from Mayfield to Keenum. So that's all together. You put them together, depending on where you look, you should be able to do at least 10 to one. Apologies if you can't find a Braves team total. I don't know why that wasn't open. I guess with the undecided pitcher, a few places were um, not willing to hang that, but I found it at a couple spots. You may have to wait a little. Some places are reticent to hang some of the derivatives when they don't know who the pitcher is. I'm again, I think it'll be Knabel with that God loaded show. We went like a half hour today. A lot to talk about. I mean, it's a sports equinox. Longest show ever, not featuring Drew Dinsick. Yeah. Or uh, <laughs> we had, a, I, I think the other guests that went along a couple of, we've had a couple that had a lot to say, which is fun, but yeah, just a loaded sports day. We'll let you go. Thanks for everyone who watched. Thanks for everyone in the chat. If you are on YouTube do give us a thumbs up. If you haven't subscribed, hit that subscribe button. If you're listening on a podcast, um, you keep your eyes on the road. Jesus, it's dangerous out there. It's raining here. Could be dangerous conditions where you are too. I don't know. We'll catch you tomorrow. It's a Friday. Friday. We'll go Send heavy, in your questions. heavy college football. Yeah. And this was some questions if you have any, and we'll be sure to ask the bear. Bear down. Bear down. Bear down.